provide a lifestyle where I can, you know, we can homeschool our children and, you know, my wife can stay home with us. It's just, you know, there's so much more benefit that we're able to kind of create that, that freedom for us. And uh, yeah, just, yeah, just cause for me, you know, family is, is your number one priority. So like whatever you can revolve around that to support you having a better lifestyle, it's, it's, uh, it's key. You know, family faith is number one. And of course your, your usual vocation and your, your businesses, your, your part-time job, I would say. I mean, someone mm-hmm. mentioned that before, but yeah, your full-time job is your family your faith. Yeah, your part-time job is whatever your business or your work is. So. Welcome to the Threefold Real Estate Investing Podcast. This is the podcast where you'll not only learn how you can achieve massive success in multifamily real estate investing, but also how you can simultaneously pursue great relationships with your family and a better walk with God. You can achieve financial freedom through real estate investing without sacrificing the relationships that mean the most to you. Now, here's your host, Lee Yoder. All right, three full listeners, got another great guest with us today. I'm real excited to talk to. Uh, we've got Dwayne Clark coming to us from Connecticut. Uh, Dwayne, thanks so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate it, Lee. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just going to read a quick bio here about Dwayne. Um, he's the co founder of the Passive Investors Club and oversees operations and investor relations. He started his investing journey uh, with small rentals and flipping houses. He eventually started a commercial and residential brokerage firm, which he runs to this day. Like uh, many other members uh, who are busy business owners, working professionals, Dwayne enjoys benefits of passive investing. So we want to jump into that today, providing growth and protection for his wealth as well as tax benefits. Uh, He's also host of a great um, podcast, Wealth Through Real Estate Investing Show. Uh, And he's the author of three best-selling real estate books. So we'll talk about that and make sure we know uh, those titles. Uh, He graduated from the American International College with a degree in business and computer information systems. Currently lives in East Windsor, Connecticut. His wife and two children enjoy traveling to Europe each year for months at a time. Wow, Dwayne, can't wait to, to figure out how you guys pull that off. But uh, let, let's jump all the way back to the beginning, Dwayne. Um, tell us, you know, what you were doing before you got into real estate, um, and and then why why did you get into real estate? And for me, I, I just always been an entrepreneur. I just always been fascinated of you know, making stuff and. So I always remember the days on, uh, I, I wish I took a picture of it. I had a stack of probably about a, probably 50 business cards. I started like 50 different businesses that never worked out. But I was just always intrigued <laughs> yeah. by doing it. You know, I'm just kind of yep. an entrepreneur. Yep. And I was always intrigued by real estate. Just didn't know the vehicle to get into it. Um, I read many of the the great, what we call real estate Bibles of, of the, mm. you, know, you know, Think and Grow Rich and mm. Rich Dad, Poor Dad and all that kind of get inspiration. But still always trying to find my niche um, so I ended up getting exposed to um, going through a uh, real estate investing conference. This is like back in, I think, 05 or 06, okay. Okay. Uh, the, which was kind of like I call a Tupperware party because they have all of these vendors that sell you know, the courses and things like that. So I ended up finding one group uh, that was very successful here in my local market that I got into house, um, house flipping okay. and eventually did that for about a year year and a half that was like right before the crash learned to learn a big lesson at that time and then eventually got into property management and then eventually get into brokerage uh, i still hold a couple of the rentals now and then eventually getting to my my main brokerage of commercial real estate 
but then my true passion of owning um, passive investments. So I kind of gotcha. had like a long transition there. So I tried to condense my whole life in a, a 30, 30 second biography there. For yeah, you. yeah, no, I know it's hard. You, you've done a lot, so so it's difficult for you. Um, so 0506, you you start getting it. You know, you, you go to a course, you kind of buy into the idea. You start flipping. Did you flip a little bit, and then it, while flipping, kind of have the idea of like, hey, maybe I should hang on to some of these because you started realizing, you know, flipping, you can make some money, but then there's nothing, nothing residual about it. You know, you, you just, you make that money and then you're done and you got to do another one. What was, what was yeah. kind of, yeah. What was kind of that transition? Like what, what made you, what was maybe, maybe a light bulb moment or, or yeah. How'd you make that transition? Yeah. So we was always, you know, made a, uh, you know, several flips that were profitable, but some of them were you know, a couple, two and three unit um, properties that we said, you know, we're going to make some good cash flow. And at the time, it was just really just to hold them enough till then we're going to resell them. Because at that period of time, you know, with the market going crazy, you can just quickly sell them with no problem. Right. Mm-hmm. But at that time, we said, you know, let's bring in some cash flow and hold on to those. And eventually, as we started seeing things and we actually had cash flow coming in, we said, maybe it's a good idea to actually hold these things. Okay. But, um, for me, getting out of that business of the small rental side, the I would say the light bulb or or whatever the wood knocked me over the head was, you know, me being in these properties to two, three o'clock in the morning with contractors and being laid out, you know, being late. It, it just, but at that time I was single, you know, I was, you know, just by myself. Yeah. So it was really just that grind period. Uh, now that I have a family, a wife, two kids, you know, my whole kind of priority shifted. So I really, kind of, as I grew and evolved, I tried to find, a business model or investments that will support my lifestyle and where I wanted to take the direction of our family. Yeah. Kind of fast forward now, focusing on the passive side as just being a passive investor, but also have my active real estate brokerage, which only focuses on single tenant and at least properties, um, okay. which is another, another uh, passive investment. But the, the beauty of what how I structure now is that I'm able to work from home. I have a, a nice you know, home office and my wife is from Europe. So we can go to Europe, you know, months at a time. I'm able to work there, not even think about money coming in because I know money is coming in. Yeah. And so I just really kind of, as I, I matured and just kind of wanted, you know, what did I really want in life? What I want for my kids? I'm you know, very blessed to have my kids home, homeschool. My wife is home with us. And we're able to, you know, if we want to go on vacation, we can do that. I can just bring my laptop and boom, my, my business is wherever I want it. So I always appreciated my younger years where I was able to be there with a the contractor, going to home sure. all the time and picking up materials and getting deep and dirty. And you can make a lot of money doing that. But at yeah. some period, you want to be an investor, you know, rather than, you know, kind of just doing this house flipping business type of yep. thing, especially yep. in small rentals, which, of course, we know, like, owning the big stuff, you get all the tax benefits and all that stuff with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You make some good points there, Dwayne. I mean, that that goes back to, you kind of mentioned um, some of the real estate Bible books that that you've read and, and Robert Kiyosaki and, you know, with the the cash flow quadrant and he talks about, you know, getting into getting out of the employee or even um, the, um, the entrepreneur, because I mean, you are hustling, like, like you were saying, I mean, you know, even if you're having your own rentals and you own it and like, yeah, there's some good money there, but you, it is an absolute hustle. The more you can move into 
the business owner, if maybe you can kind of put some people under you to get yourself out of a little bit, that can be very lucrative without putting a ton of money. But a lot of times business owners end up, you know, the buck stops with them and they put a ton of time into, but that investor, you get into that quadrant, you can be very passive, right? I mean, you can just get into it. Now, the only thing though, Dwayne, talk to us about this because in order to do that, you've got to have money, right? So, I mean, anybody can go out and hustle I can flip a property with zero money if I bring in another investor, right? I can go take down a, a four unit with no money. I could take down a, a pretty big property with, with no money if I have enough investors, but I've got to put in all the hustle all the time. You started doing that. You did well. You hustled while you were young. I think made some very good decisions there. Is it because then too that you start getting some of that passive income from, from the rentals? Well, it wasn't passive. You start getting some of that monthly cash flow. You got the brokerage. You start you know, doing pretty well financially. And then you decide, hey, we got enough here to, to go passive. Talk to us about what that looks like. So maybe some of my listeners can think, okay, maybe I have enough to, to start doing some of that. Yeah. I mean, uh, for me, uh, you know, with the brokerage, it was just, it, I always see the brokerage as a means to the end, means to mm-hmm. the end. Mm-hmm. So I utilize that by brokerage in this particular niche as a fuel to, you know, get into more passive investing. And eventually, you know, I, you know, I have a, I have a couple agents that work with me where, I, you know, I, like you mentioned, I can systemize it more and then you know really um, take it to the next level without me having to be physically here all the time. Yeah, um, and I'm always going to have that type of business in order so I can be, get those big checks so I can be able to you know write with uh, like a, a syndicate and things like yeah. that. Yep. So and I'm just saying for people that's doing the house flipping stuff that they they feel like they grind, but there's also a plan B where you don't even have to do any of that stuff. You can just, you know, find a way to, you know, raise money, syndicate, do a different read of the stuff to get into those stuff. I just happened to, at that time with the limited education that I had was just work, hustle, work, hustle, and then get up and then move up to the big stuff. So if I knew the stuff I'm doing now, then I would have been able to say, all right, I'm just going to be focusing on on Uh this. But I always kind of liked that I had that, that grounding, that footing of, getting my hands dirty, knowing what it takes. Yeah, and I'm absolutely. Analyze the deal properly, you know, know who I'm dealing with in order to like kind of graduate up to the bigger stuff. So I, at the end of the day, I will still always do that same path as uh, long as I'm able to get to the same result, which is, you know, we're, you know, the lifestyle that I have now with my family. So I'm yeah, absolutely. Here. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Builds character, doesn't it? Going through that hard stuff. Everybody needs to go yeah, through yeah. that. Yeah, and then, I mean, yeah, you just, you never would have realized, you know, what that was like and maybe that there's something better. It's all part of the journey for sure. I mean, I, I've been through it all as well and I wouldn't go back and do the same deals that I did initially, but, uh, but yeah, it got me to where I'm at. So totally agree with you. So let's talk a little bit more about being a passive investor, Dwayne. Um, so when you invest passively, uh, you're not the one finding the deal. You're not the one underwriting the deal, doing the due diligence. So what due diligence goes into it for you to make sure the people that are doing all that are doing a good job and that it's 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 it is somewhere where you want to put your hard-earned money. Yeah, for me, it's just, yeah, for me, I'm all about partnering. So, like, mm-hmm. I you know, I like to educate myself that I know that I could do a deal like that, but no. I don't want to do that. You know, based mm-hmm. off of the lifestyle that I want. So, I love partnering with with you know with people. But the number one thing is just, of course, the like, know, and trust. So it's like you got to just yeah. have the same vibe. You know, either you know, you just you just kind of fit. You know, they have the, the same type of values as you, um, you know, they, you know, that if you give them your money, that they'll treat it like their own money, that they'll take care of it. You know, they just have a, a, a mindset of giving first rather than receiving. 
and just you know, looking at it from a win-win-win um, perspective. So that's kind of like my number one, you know, kind of approach is that if I'm looking at partnering or sponsor or looking at a sponsor to invest in, is that they got to be a good fit overall. And of course, you know, the due diligence on my end, I've been blessed to have previous experience in real estate, so I'm able to look at, you know, financial models and, and what is a good market and, you know, just a good business plan and yep. things like that. I'm constantly educating myself, with, you know, to make sure that, yeah, that are that are investing, even though a lot of people are on the same level as you and have the right mindset, you know, that will take care of you, but they may not know that the business plan may work out as planned. So you want mm-hmm. to make sure you just on your end to make sure that the numbers make sense. Yeah. You know, all of the projections and of course like that. And then, you know, that's kind of take my approach there. And, um, and like I said, it's been working, you know, working well for me is, is just kind of, you know, taking those steps and then making sure that you sign. And of course, every investment is a risk of anything. Mm-hmm. But you know, make sure that it's the most sound investment before moving forward on anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, everything that you've been through, uh, because you've done it actively, because you've been on the other side, it certainly gives you uh, a head start on, on vetting the operator, but also the deal, obviously. Are you mostly, the deals that you're uh, passively investing in, partnering on, are they pretty local? No, they're all in okay. the markets. Yeah, I mean, okay. here I'm okay. in Connecticut. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of nice things here in Connecticut. It's just not the, the best investable market, yeah. you know? So yep. like, and that's a, that's another benefit of investing yeah. is that you're, you're taking advantage of people with boots on the ground and, and other marketplaces that you never have access to, so... Yep. Yep. I mean, I, is, I, a lot of people I talk to on my podcast and investors and sponsors are they're like in Texas and Florida and things sure. like that. I had never been to Texas, you know, but it's like I know so much about it from just talking to these people. <laughs> I know that it's yeah. a great market. I see all the data there. And it's yeah, like absolutely. I, I want to be able to go there and start making offers on deals. I mean, they have all the connections. They know sure. every oh, it, and it just kind of. You know, that's like that's that, that partnering expertise. That's like the beauty of it is that you can't get access to everything and they get off market deals and all that yeah. stuff. So it's like it's always a benefit working with, with others. Yeah, because you've been through it, Dwayne, you know how much it takes to find a deal, to put all the pieces in place. I mean, just to find a deal in a market. I mean, yeah, if you were like, hey, Dallas, Fort Worth, man, awesome market. Like, I want to get into it the amount of time it would take you to find a good deal, because all the deals that are listed, all the deals that you would have access to initially are not good deals, right? Like for you to really find a good deal, you've got to work so hard to get a, like good enough relationships with the, the brokers that control the deals and have the good deals. It's going to take you so long just to get those relationships. Then let's say you finally do get one betting like a property management company. If it's going to be a big rehab, just, you know, it, Obviously, during that, you're like finding out, I mean, not every single area of Dallas-Fort Worth is a good area. So is, is it a good area where they sent you a deal? So much goes into that. And because you've been through it before, you realize that, you know, man, if I can find somebody that's done all that work, hey, hats off to them. I'll let them, you know, they're going to make more money than you, right, as the passive investor. But man, have they put in a ton of work. Meanwhile, you're living for a lifestyle and you've got a, a job where like, you know, like you started off with, you can work from home. You've got the flexibility. You've got some some cash built up that you can invest. And so now you can go be a part of those guys that have done all that work, guys and girls that have put in all the work to, to find that good deal and you get to be a part of it. Exactly. Um, yeah, kind yeah. of perfectly. It's just really that, yeah, because it fits perfectly in my lifestyle. I know a lot of people sure. get into that, uh, they're a high paid professional business owner. Like my business owner, my business partner, 
he owns multiple restaurants and he's you know pretty active in the business and like he doesn't have time to look at anything you know like yeah. from you know buying and supplying things like that so i mean it's just so much benefits um on the passive side so it's just like you know even if you're an active investor i always suggest even you know mix it up and diversify and invest in other people's deal as well because they just have access to other stuff that you know you don't have the time for to get to get things you know if it shows up on your radar on the mls or you know LoopNet or whatever that's probably looked through by 20 different investors already for so, sure yep. So yep. you gotta consider all of those yeah and it can be a great way to diversify you you've mentioned you know um, a few different asset classes. So for me, I'm, I'm hyper-focused on multifamily properties, but I do believe in, in self-storage. I, I believe in industrial, you know, blowing up with all the, the shipping we're doing, you know, everybody just stays home and, and orders everything, right? So shipping is just blowing up. I mean, I, I believe in mobile home parks, so, but I'm not going to go spend a ton of time learning that like I have with multifamily. I've been, I've spent, you know, a few years now, like really, you know, perfecting, not perfecting, but getting good at my craft of finding multifamily properties. Yeah. I want to go invest with someone else that's done that in, in self-storage instead of me going and doing that in self-storage. So I think you make a great point there that it can be a great way to diversify and, and you know, utilize other people's strengths in their asset class as well. Uh, so yeah, when you're a passive investor, you get to do that. Um, I was going to mention, you know, I was saying how, because you've been through it, because you've been active, you understand how hard it is. So you understand like the benefits of being passive. I, I feel like I noticed that a lot. I don't know if you notice this when people um, really educate themselves on area. This happened to me in mobile home parks. I thought, man, I can't find a deal multifamily. I'm going to do mobile home parks. And what happens is when you decide I want to be active in this area, a lot of times, the more you get into it, the more you realize this is really, it's hard. It's going to take a ton of time. Uh, it's really hard to find deals. Like okay, I'm just going to be passive in this area. And I think a lot of people do that. Like, hey, I want to buy an apartment building too. They get into it, learn more. And like, while they're getting into it, they're like, okay, I've become more confident that this is a good investment. But I realize like, I can't do this. You know, or I don't want to, I don't have the time. Like, again, like, it's not going to fit my lifestyle. It's going to take a ton of time. And so they go and invest with, with you know, maybe somebody like me or, or somebody else. Um, so yeah, I, I just think that's interesting. And, and again, I'm not making fun of anybody. That happened to me. I, I wanted to get into multi, mobile home parks. I believe in those, but I'm like, this is so different than multifamily. There's a lot of, so why would I not just trust the guys that have spent just as much time in mobile home parks as I have in multi, you know, in, in apartment building. So I think you make some really good points. Let me just ask you this and then we'll transition a little bit. So for somebody that um, has not done as much as you have, so they don't, they don't know a lot about real estate yet. They haven't been active on that side. So they're kind of coming in like, man, I, I, I think real estate's a good investment. I want to go passive right away. Um, what are a couple of steps they can take to make sure they find a good operator, make sure they find a good deal and that they get into a good investment? Yeah. I mean, just start with the education. Cause you had mentioned there's so many different niches. I mean, uh, I just like the top, you know, for us is, you know, like I said, mobile homes, you know, multifamily, uh, single tenant. I mean, I also industrial things like that, but we, you know, yeah. we focus on um, you know, about four, particular niches. So I, I just gather as much educational materials and podcasts, all the books, yep. you know, just the amount of investment that you, and then even, you know, if there's any particular training courses, just, just go to them. And a lot of them are, you know, are pretty affordable. You can go to, you know, weekend seminar and things like that. Just overload yourself with all that information. Cause even if you're going to be at a passive side, you just want to be able to kind of understand everything. So it doesn't feel like you're just paying money. It's, it's an investment, you know, it's mm-hmm. your hard earned money. And for us, um, if you're trying to get in and, uh, for it, our, we do have we have a passive investors club that we started 
uh, like right before, I think right before, no, a little bit before the pandemic. And the whole purpose was is just to educate people. And then when opportunities come, we discuss it as a group and we you know, sure. pull our money together to invest. So those are you know, also options that you can find like-minded yeah. investors and educate each other and start investing together. So those are you know for people that's trying to start out. But yeah, it really just starts with education and mm-hmm. focusing in either on a few niches or just one niche and just be the, the, the full expert at it. You know, yeah, knowing that you're not going to be doing the, the physical hard work. You just want to be able to be able to read the spreadsheets and understand the markets and of course the, the processes of evaluating a sponsor and to see if it's a good fit for you. Yeah, absolutely. I think your your passive investors club is awesome because I think um, one of the one of the great things um, about a club like that is um, because one of the best ways to to find out if, if an operator is good um, if you want to work with this person is a referral. So when you get into a club like that of other passive investors. If somebody that you know, like, and trust says, hey, this operator over here that's buying mobile home parks, this operator that's buying, um, you know, apartment buildings, they're good. I've been in on deals before. Man, that's going to make you feel so so much more comfortable. So a, exactly. a club like that is awesome. I think anything in life, referrals are one of the best, you know, one of the most trustworthy things. I mean, you know, you can go talk to a business owner or anybody trying to sell you anything. And I mean, they're going to tell you the good things. They might tell you a couple of bad things, but they're going to sell you on it. You know, going and talking to somebody that's invested with that person is, is really good. So, well, let's transition a little bit, Dwayne, because um, I know it sounds like you and I have, have a lot in common in that, um, you know, we're into this real estate thing uh, in a big way because of lifestyle. You know, we, we think it can provide us a lifestyle. And it seems like you've really come a long way in that and, and really been intentional about it and, and really done a great job uh, for, for your family. So um, maybe tell us a little bit about, I always like to ask uh, my, my uh, guests, how has real estate investing positively or negatively affected your relationship with your family? Well, yeah, just uh, transition it for the good. Um, just, you know, f- you know, gave me that freedom. You know, like I said, mm-hmm. we were able to, you know, go and visit my, uh, my my in-laws in Europe where my wife is from. And we go there months at a time and we, you know, yeah. they all live in the same house. Like they live in this nice small, small uh, town and like we're always together and it's just like the culture and everything. And it just, you know, kind of bonded our, our family together. Awesome. I'm also able to, you know, provide a lifestyle where I can, you know, we can homeschool our children and, you know, my wife can stay home with us. It's just, you know, there's so much more benefit that we're able to kind of create that, that freedom for us. And uh, yeah, just, it just, cause for me, you know, family is, is your number one priority. So like whatever you can revolve around that to support you having a better lifestyle is, is, uh, is key. You know, family faith is number one. And of course, your your usual vocation and your your business is your your part time job. I would say I think someone mm-hmm. mentioned that. Oh, but yeah, your full time job is your family, your faith. And your your, uh, your part time job is whatever your business or your work is. So, so if I can yeah. find something that supports that vehicle, that I'm able to put, you know participate and do more with the family, I'm all about that. That's awesome. Yeah, what what I hear you saying is like kind of just working in a different direction than, than a lot of people do. And I don't think it's on purpose. I mean, I've done this myself. It's, it's difficult to not work in the direction of here's my job. Here's my vocation. Now let's build my, my life and my family's life around that. Cause here's how much time I have to work. Here's what I have to do. Here's what's required of me. So let's fit everything that we want to do as a family and design our family around that. Instead of what I hear you saying is like, no, here's my, 
you know, my wife and I's, um, the lifestyle that we want, here's what we expect. Here's what comes first. Here's the full-time job. Now let's build, you know, let's build our work around that. And I don't mean to say it's that easy. You know, you hustled for a long time. You know, you mentioned that and there's seasons you go through, but I, I, I do, I love your heart there, Dwayne, that like, if that is the focus, if that's where you're trying to get to, I think you are going to be able to get there to some degree and, and make some different choices. Um, yeah, I just think that's something everybody can do, at least to some degree. Yeah, exactly. And of course, you know, for me, like I said, when I was younger and you know, they have a family, you're always in that kind of hustle mode. And then yep. some people just at this particular moment may not be in that, uh, you know, that ability to do it or that situation to do it. And of course, you're trying mm-hmm. to work up to it. I just knew ultimately when I got married and we decided to have kids and say, like, this is kind of like what we want to do. And then as we started to educate ourselves more, expose ourselves to syndications and commercial real estate and finally like, you know, this is this is doable and be able to achieve our ultimate goal of you know of you know, what we want with the family so yeah so anyway if you of course the quicker you can do it the best um but if you just always consciously think about that as the ideal focus it's just something with, with you know god just provide what you need you know to, in order to get it done so it's like yeah. you know, give you either you'll give you the right connection to make, you know, to make the right decision right. Or to, to the right investment that can provide the, the vehicle or you'll allow you to make that big sale so you can be able to then you know, do the things. So it's just like having that, that mindset and just being conscious of what you're doing and just, you know, keeping focus on it. Everything will eventually work itself out to where it's supposed to be. So I think that's yeah, absolutely. When you focus on that, how has uh, how has real estate investing maybe challenged or maybe strengthened, um, or, or what's it done for your um, for your faith, Dwayne, in your walk with Christ? Uh, well, for me, like I said, it's just the more time that I'm able to you know focus on you know reading the Bible and things like mm-hmm. that. And just randomly, um, as I you know as I read it on a regular basis, I end up you know. Sometimes again, like Jehovah's Witness, come to the house and talk to us. Of course, that's been kind of stopped with the um, with the pandemic. Yeah. And then randomly, I got a phone call from you know one of the um, people that you know visited before, and it was like right at that perfect timing. I kind of wanted a little bit of a like a Bible study accountability partner. <laughs> yeah. So, so now we have you know twice a twice a week. Now we just kind of like we go over a few passages and just kind of oh, like cool. just read it. You know, just read it, and it's like. And then sometimes I would just, I would read, but then I would like, you know, I'll forget for a couple of days and things like that. So it just kind of keeps me more accountable and focus on what's most important. And I think that really helped me to kind of focus on, on, on the big picture and continue to like, strengthen myself as well as my relationship with my family. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Dwayne, um, let me ask you a couple of questions here at the end that I always like to ask everybody. Um, you've, you've kind of done a lot and been in some different areas. What's, um, let, maybe let's just focus on the passive investor since that, that's, um, you know, kind of your focus now and, and, and what we've talked a lot about and, and something that you've really shown myself and, and my listeners where there's a lot of value there that you can really, you know, design your life a little bit more when you're passive. Uh, so if you can get to that point, you know, it can really do a lot for you um, with your lifestyle. Um, what would you say is maybe a, a good book um, to recommend to, to the listeners uh, to read if they want, if they decide, Hey, I, I want to be a passive investor in real estate, where would you head them to maybe start that education that you talked about? Um, I'm tr- I can't remember the title of the book or the author, um, but there was a, a couple if you, and if you put it through Amazon, uh, a couple passive investor books where they kind of just lay out the whole yeah. process from A to Z. This okay. is from a, one of a, a very experienced sponsors that, 
And uh, if I can, if I'll get the name, I can probably add it to the show. Okay. Um, and, but also, um, I uh, there's a book called uh, Tax Free Wealth by Tom Wheelwright. Yeah. Because when you think about it from, you know, like I said, from my particular perspective as a high income earning active um, professional, that the taxes really mean a lot of stuff. And then if people are more aware of, wow, I don't realize how the tax system really works. Yeah. But if I get focused more on the passive side, even if you still work your you know nine to five job, that I should be really allocating a lot of capital and resources to passive investing. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know, way the structure, you could be able to reduce your your active income burden. So like as long as you're, you're continuously educating yourself, and then of course the the whole mindset is you know because if you don't even believe in financial independence or or abundance. And what what they can provide for you, you be dead in the water from the beginning. So of course the you know, the, the, the classics of you know the Robert Kiyosaki, Cashflow Quadrant, and um, Rich Dad Poor Dad, and Think and Grow Rich were always the staple. Which I'm I'm always listening to. I probably read those books you know ten times yeah. just over and over through you know through audio books, just so kind of like subconsciously soak into my brain. It's like you know this is the path forward to make things work. Yeah, so like absolutely. the mindset and just work anything that you can grab on, you know, like your particular niche if, if you're interested in that yeah. family or self storage. Yep. It's a really good offer there to really yeah. just further that education. So now you feel really solid on your on your game plan or whatever situation if you're a working professional or a business owner. Yeah, yeah, that that's good stuff. Yeah, just starting with the in general, what's it take to be a passive investor? So it's like a passive investor guy. I think I think Bigger Pockets put out a good one. I'll definitely look that up, Dwayne. I'll, I'll find a couple, put them in. Yeah, there, I think it's a good place to start. Yeah, yeah, but no, that's a good place to start. And then when you, the more you learn, you go, okay, I think what fits my liking or what I believe in is is yeah, apartment buildings. Then you, then you can kind of go down that rabbit hole. And once you start getting into that, and, and then again, I'm, I'm going to put this, I'll let you talk about a little more, but I'm going to put in the show notes, the Passive Investors Club, because you get in there, that's where you get referrals. Someone goes, oh, well, here's why I believe in apartment buildings. Go read this book. And you read it. Maybe you agree. Maybe you disagree. Maybe move exactly. on, but that, that's a good one. Um, any, I always like to ask any um, non-real uh, estate or business-related books, um, you know, faith, family type books that you, you'd recommend to the listeners? Uh, I mean, outside of the Bible, um uh, that's that said that is the main main stuff I, I read a lot of uh, uh robert ringer books okay um he does a lot of stuff on time management yeah. and productivity um dan kennedy i'm a really big into you know finding ways to market myself and my business yeah attract people to our, our movement or sure. to other resources yes yeah, so i'm really big on and they have like categories of, of books i mean like 10 plus books i can't really name them off the top of my head but yeah i'm really big into the mindset and time management is this I, if i'm able to control that more and able to do more then that leads to my ultimate goal is having more time for the family and, and yeah that, absolutely that we want in our lifestyle yeah absolutely good stuff um i forgot to ask you i always ask um do you have a good quote that you live by quote or scripture or anything uh, I would say is uh, um, inspect what you expect is a, is a good quote for me. So that, that goes back to kind of like my due diligence on things. It's yeah. like, you know, you always you always got to check on things. And like I said, that comes through the education and that comes yep. through, of course, referrals and things like that. So 
Oh, that, that's the quote that always like resonated with me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what's, uh, oh yeah, I guess I already said part. Um, as we wrap up here, Dwayne, um, what's, what's the best way for uh, people to reach out to you? I, I'm, I'm, I want to put all this in the show notes. So, um, if you don't, if everybody doesn't catch us, that's fine. Cause it'll be in the show notes, but, uh, Tell us a little bit about the, the Passive Investors Club, a little bit more about that. Um, tell us a little bit about the uh, the podcast that you've got going on and then anything else you, you've gotten. And we'll put, um, you know, the websites and stuff like that in the show notes. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Yeah. So for the Passive Investors Club, like I said, it's a, we, we do have local meetings, but we moved it all virtual. And like I said, it's a whole education group of like-minded investors. And one thing that we've been really good at that we've been doing weekly meetings and then educating our members on the whole process from A to Z and passive investing, sharing resources and referrals. And ultimately we've been putting together multiple bucket, uh, multiple capital buckets. Mm-hmm. So we can be able to invest because a lot of things that a lot of the new members come in, they're not exposed to in real estate or they have stocks or they have IRAs and they've actually been exposed to cap- um, to commercial real estate. We're able to now pull the, people's um, capital together, small or large, and then ultimately get them into deals and then really make them, you know, allow people to take action and get into stuff, which they normally wouldn't on their, on their own. As you know, uh, for getting into a syndication, it takes, you know, in some cases, fifty, hundred thousand dollars $100,000 just to get into it. Yes. So with our group, we've been able to structure where we're able to form multiple smaller buckets so we could be able to pull that together to invest in syndications, which they you know, normally wouldn't pull the trigger on and also allow me to and I'm able to diversify into multiple asset classes, multiple sponsors, and multiple markets all over the place. So, so it's just kind of like a multiple layered um, strategy to get our members involved, educated and engaged, um, you know, coming into this year. And uh, for my, my uh, podcast, it's a five day a week podcast where we interview all of the thought leaders, all the top sponsors, people like yourself, and just kind of pick their brain on, what's going on in their local market, you know, yeah. what's going on in this particular, now, yeah. bringing all of the data up and just kind of just, and, and just involving ourselves in whatever it is the many niches in, in, in real estate, and even on the active side, even flipping houses and Airbnbs and all that okay, stuff. Yeah. So we're just kind sure. of, just kind of see just being exposed to multiple layers of real estate. So we're just really educated. So then whenever we're ready, we can be able to take action. Awesome. So that's really our yep. main yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, great, Dwayne. Um, well, thanks so much for your time, man. I, I always like to ask at the very end, um, what, what's, uh, what might my listeners, I'd be praying for you uh, or in the next coming weeks, maybe for you and your family. Uh, yeah. Just, you know, just continued um, health for the, for the nation and the world. Yeah. Everyone's you know looking at recovering and, you know, we had some family members that have been kind of suffering from that and yeah, just yeah. continued health and things like that. And, you know, for everyone to kind of, who suffer financially, I just want to kind of get, get yeah. back to normal. Uh, so whatever therapeutics and things like that that's becoming available to, for it to spread to all the world. So everyone can kind of get back to, you know, the, the main point and not think of all of the, the burdens on life. But, you know, at the end of the day, God, you know, God's in control. Yeah. You know, he knows what direction we're heading to. And if we just have our, our faith in him, everything's always going to be all right. That's absolutely right. Yep. It's a good word to end on there, Dwayne. Absolutely. Well, awesome, man. Well, hey, thanks so much. Uh, th- this is really good stuff because, um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, we're, we're I'm an apartment syndicator. Obviously, I believe in passive investing. We bring we bring people on. That's kind of the the point. And I I just you know guys like you and I that have done it um, actively, 
know, know the work that goes into it. It's just not for everybody. I mean, especially if you've got a job, you know, you've already got a good job where you make good money. Uh, you're, you're probably going to be much better off taking that money and investing with someone that's already active and that is their job, you know? And then again, you know, you've hit on so many good things that you can diversify, you can diversify into different asset classes that you believe in. So, Hey, you know, industrial's not doing so well. Well, Hey, I'm over here in multifamily, you know, apartments are struggling, but mobile home parks are doing well. I'm over here in mobile home parks. Also, you mentioned you, you can go invest in any market you want. I mean, if you're going to do it actively, especially if you're getting started, you're probably going to start in your local market. I mean, there's, you know, it's just a lot easier. You've got a lot of connections there. You can go to the meetups, you know, you can be there at the property versus if you're going passive, you can, you can invest anywhere in the country. You think Dallas is a good market, Phoenix, whatever. Um, you can go invest there and, and, you know, it's just a matter of meeting those people. And so getting into networks like your passive investors club, that's where you can meet the people that know the people that you might want to invest with out in Phoenix or whatever. So a lot of good stuff. I, I think anybody that's uh, considering, um, investing and, and things probably I'd have to do it passively because I've got the good job. I've just got some capital, uh, some really good stuff. And I hope they look you up, Dwayne, because you guys have got some good material for them to, to dig into to learn about how to do that more. Appreciate that. Yeah. All right, Dwayne. Well, hey, take care, man. Thanks again. And uh, God bless. Absolutely. You as well. Thank you. Thank you again, Lee. Take care. Thank you for joining us for another great episode. I hope you'll take action on what you've learned today. If you enjoyed today's show, please consider leaving Lee a five-star rating and review. And check him out on threefoldrei.com. Until next time, 1 Timothy 6.17.